Hello, and welcome to another episode of All Ages RPG, the role-playing podcast for gamers of all ages. In our last episode, which we put out five years or months ago or something like that, everyone was discussing tactics in the art of war with Karen, and Timbertina was going to burn some elves. Will we actually see some action in this session? Let's find out. you see any of them wearing these, take them. Take the keys. You can just burn the rest of them. Very good. The rest of the keys? <laughs> the rest of the elf. So you have two more. Just Who now has a medallion of some kind? I do. I do. I believe I do. I have the... Uh, what kind of medallion? She has the hammer. No, I have a dagger. Oh, the dagger. Do you have one? Uh-uh. I give mine to Lucia. Okay. So, the thing we'll need to do before... I don't have one, it seems. We need to find oh, one more. The thing I should have told Karen was about the phase-shifting thingy-majig. Where they go, like, half-invisible or whatever. But, anyway... Back to um, the regular-ish We'll stuff. need to get two more because there's now one for me and Balasar, but we need two for the gnomes. Wait, I thought you had one already. Yeah, we had, we had two already. How did it, oh. Whoopsie. You tried was that one of those special ones though? Like the oh, yeah. He, he tried to turn on the other Warforged. Yeah, but we got two others with that one, right? And it happened, but it wasn't from the Yeah, he doesn't have one and I don't have one. So, all five of the party will have one, but we need two more for the gnomes. Okay. Because otherwise uh, it'll what, shoot the gnomes. And what kind of medallions are Yeah, they're mammals. Keys? Just keys. I'm guessing. Yeah, they're both How keys. How dare you? Keys, keys, the musical. Tell me something by Sinners and the right thing. The more you wear, the more you become. The part of the So, and also a bunch have of birds. you come in here. You're going to show oh, these yeah. medallions and talk about them to. Somebody who might yeah. give you yeah. some insight Body into how they work, or into what they are. Mammal versus um, non-mammal thing. I'll talk to um, Alfor when okay, we're so walking you over to the Very good. We'll come back to that. Anything else that you guys are doing in the hour or so while the gnomes are off? Can I run and buy some arrows? Inclined. You can probably get yeah. arrows from the dead bodies. Well, you can't cast Find oh. Familiar. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> do I roll to see if I find any arrows? Do persuasion check interacting with Timbertina. Uh, <laughs> He's your friend. Why do you have an alien? 23. You would have disadvantage 23. I have a plus four charisma modifier. Very good. Cheese and crackers! <laughs> so, for you. <laughs> We've got a really low supply of arrows, and they're at a premium, but for you, I know that you will make good use of them. They're going in some heads! 
So I'm gonna stab him in the face, and who needs a ring? You know, you're just holding two arrows. Stop the threat of the tower. Then we won't need them immediately. We'll be able to get back to making more arrows for when the rest of the army arrives. So, uh, so after we do the tower, another score, another twenty arrows. Okay, so I get. I'm going to. I actually didn't get any arrows last time. This is my first arrow batch. Ooh. What weapon do you have? Amazing how many feathers a molten bird can drop. I got a longbow from one of the guards. And there's feathers everywhere. And there wasn't any arrows. Very good. Okay. Alright, so then we're heading So, Vaisuna, you said you were going to be doing something? Vaisuna spends the hour that it takes the gnomes to get ready casting Find Familiar. Okay, and what does that look like? And what is it that you are... Yeah, what what does it look like? Uh, Paint the picture for us. What is it you're doing? Basically, she she gathers a tray of, like, ash and some faintly burning coals. Oh boy, it's a phoenix. No, it, she can't summon a phoenix. She's level three. And basically, using magic, she sculpts it into the form, into the shape of an owl. At a distance, it looks kind of like a normal owl, but if you look closely, you can still see that it's made of ash and has burning coals for eyes. That is awesome. <laughs> and are you giving your creation? Lick your thumbs. Uh, <laughs> His um, name is Leth. 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 Abeleth. Is it like short okay. for Lethos, which is Greek for... There's no smoke! No, There's it's like the fire. Leth as in the river Leth. Oh, what's that from? Greek mythology! You think I know it's that? It's the one that makes you forget stuff? Oh, so yeah! The one in the underworld? Leth. Yes, see, I only remember The river Leth? It's only remembered sticks because that's the most famous the, one. The Leth is the other one. Left is yeah. the thing. So a lot of people are like, yeah, yeah. Hey, it's forgetfulness, and he didn't remember. Hey. And what about hey, content? Hey, hey, hey. Sticks what about content? They break my bones. Are you doing anything in this time of getting ready? I'm like pulling out some of my old feathers because I'm I'm molting right now. Are you? And lovely? I'm train and I'm training muffin. Oh, and what does that look like? Oh, that's hard. No, you use a fishing rod and a carrot. What are you training Muffin to do then, if you don't want to talk about how you're training? What are you training Muffin to do? To charge when I tell him to charge. And also, no, you should not be distracted by the carrot the farmer is growing. No, stop that! Just like starts <laughs> no, ripping just, up a field. Legit. No description. Legit. How is it? Sub boring. How is a five foot tall air cocker gonna stop an entire boar? Because boars are very large. And very powerful. Yes. Oh, I mean, they're just boring. People fear them. It's power level. Even domestic <laughs> pigs are huge. I'm terrified of them. We've seen boars? Not in real life, but I've seen pictures of like. Even domestic pigs are gigantic. So I went to a farm once and a boar would smash against the um, wow. terrifying. fence. It was terrifying. But my so mom I, grew up on a pig farm, so I've heard stories about how dangerous pigs can be. So I'm picturing the muffin to be like 
the wild boar that we have in the hills here, which they are not as massive as domesticated pigs. They are ill-tempered, but they are medium-sized creatures. And maybe it's only because Muffin is relatively young, and he may grow to be much larger. But right now, at level three, he is still fairly small. So yeah. So he's the size of like a, I would say like a Labrador Retriever. Yeah. This is how you train. This is how I train to charge. So like, I would say cardboard cutout, but I don't think we would have cardboard. So. A wooden cutout of a cruddy elf with a hastily sketched face. And neon blue hair. Yeah. <laughs> the face looks like it just got punched in the face, so. Yeah. And, <laughs> and when I say Blake's, Blake's face. <laughs> and Kanzu goes, charge! And he whips out a carrot on a stick and he Above. puts it in front of the elf. Minecraft reference. <laughs> yes. And charge! And like Muffin's like, yeah! <laughs> Occasionally, Kanzu gets dragged along by the stick and Muffin with the carrot. I was about to say, this thing has to be pretty small, to, pretty strong and small to smash through wood that easily. It's a very thin sheet of wood. Like I said, it's a cardboard so you're cutout. beginning to have the idea of if there's some way that you can use this momentum in future to be like a uh, kite sailing behind, <laughs> behind Muffin, as Muffin <gasps> runs and you're holding on because you've been hauled off your feet a couple of times in this hour while you're training Muffin. Okay, anything else? Can I say I've been training my pet too? Because I would like to to dig, dig. Yes, yes. Enjoy. He is a back pet in the worms. He's a hole. Preparing to drop it off. Yeah, like obviously as kobolds like to dig, they obviously like to have little extra hands here and there too, or one finger, whatever's. And of course, um, Scrap Heap is okay. I usually send Scrap Heap in to help dig in tunnels and whatnot. Okay. So I guess it's just training. It's a very loose training, but it works. It builds his muscles. Totally. Don't get no, him too strong. Work those tiny arms. Yeah. Just now I'm imagining scrap heap with Popeye arms. Keep training him that way. He will be Popeye. Keep training him that way. Terrible legs, terrible head, but ripped arms. I'm I'm going to want to see a cartoon or an illustration of Scrap Heap now. (laughs) One with and one without the corncob pipe. Uh, I'm gonna draw pictures of them. I'm gonna make a stop motion of that now. An entire stop motion about that. And the and the ripped arms. Yes. Scrap peep the sailor dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) Scrap peep the feathered rat. (laughs) Alfor arrives back where you guys are in this side room, or where you've agreed to meet. Actually, where did you agree to meet? It, um, not, it doesn't necessarily need to be back in the temple, as the festivities are continuing and we're likely to continue the tower. for a while. Mm. No, that's so like you, a shooting zone. Just like see us. you could sh- meet at one of the guard posts, uh, 
manned by Let's meet at the tavern. Yeah, I think we probably meet there yeah. because yeah. it's it's close to where so we're going. So the perimeter around the tower, you meet back in one of the guard houses of Timbertina's men, or Dragonborn. Yeah, man and Dragonborn. is there, and he has a smaller female gnome with him. So really, really small, almost doll-like. Oh. This is Shonda, my apprentice. We will be taking care of the magic side of things. I'm afraid I'm going to step on her and break her. so tiny. <laughs> Don't you worry about me, a big lunk. <laughs> I love my oh my god. Is like, I'll take care of myself. I don't think I've ever been called a big lunk. <laughs> yeah. That was Valisar Blake. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably call Clyde a big lung, too. That would be like an, yeah, and or an ant, just an ant walking. Wait, so let's say on the board, <laughs> this the size of one midi. Would, would, would she be only the size of my, like, lead tip? So no, not that. No, While not, we're not um, sneaking over to the tower, I begin explaining the key medallion stuff to Alfor and his apprentice. So they know, I'm guessing, because they've seen it and, you know, taken out the elves and the doors. What are you describing? Please, um, do it in character. Um. So, you know, putting Put, on one of the medall- on. medallions. Um, I'm gonna need one of those. Yeah, I gave you one. Oh. Yeah, so if you have not written Lift. it down, you should write down that you have a key medallion if that is the type of medallion you have. You should write down. Each of you should Why? have a medallion. Don't I have a medallion? Yeah, he gave you one. Oh, we all yes. have I, I feel like it's not gonna fit around his head. Balasar? It's on a are string you down that you have a or a key cord or a chain. So. No, no, I'm afraid that's not going to fit. Whatever it is, is adjustable. And you, it's like a necklace. Yeah. You unclasp it, and then you clasp it around your neck again. That's how those work. (laughs) That's how a lot of necklaces work. Harold's reaction. What were you saying about changing how you were playing the character? Being more kind and no, not less kind. Being more sophisticated. Yes, and a more sophisticated. <laughs> That's right. not gonna happen ever. Bowser stays Bowser. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. I love it. Well, hopefully he stops charging through doors all the time, so I can actually use my stealth. Yeah, who needs stealth? I do. That's my entire thing that I do. That's pretty much so everybody but Bowser's thing right there. Like so this optional. Break the door! So, rather like than speaking generalities, told. you all can engage in this conversation yes. as you are looking at the tower, and Squeak is holding up one of these medallions. It's already so it is around his neck to describe his experiences. So? I believe you tap it like this, and if you do it, you can become blurrified and gain a bit of resistance to damage. And I tap it like the elves do. Nothing happens. 
Fascinating. <laughs> I would love to have some time to investigate it further. Let me... Uh, 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 Shonda, you have the, the, the book? Of course. <laughs> and she rummages around with this bag that is almost as big as she is. She is very <laughs> so burly for being such a tiny thing. Oh, he is. Now I can need to draw a with Popeye or Hermes. <laughs> he is the size of maybe a tall three year old or a four year old human. That's child. why I kind of think of Clyde as. So, yeah, so he's just a little bit shorter than Clyde. Yeah, just a tiny bit. She no, that's is, not toddler height. She is significantly shorter. She's like what a two year old. Oh, he's so small. Oh. We're, we're looking at the physical height. And she, but she's very stocky. Like she's said, just like meat. So. She's just like a tiny little steak. <laughs> and she's got a bag that she's been hauling along that's a, that, you know. Wait, steak? Significantly large. So big dun, dun, dun. satchel. <laughs> and so she rummages around in the satchel and pulls out a book. And I'll find no odds. Thank you. And begins flipping through the book. Let's see. Elvish phrases, elvish phrases. And so he begins speaking a number of elvish words and tapping it. You repeat after me. And he's giving you elvish phrases. What is this elvish phrase specifically? Do you I speak elvish, so... So he's giving you words for key. He's giving you words for activate. Keys, uh, words for go. Is he letting words us know? For start. Words he's just for no. He's not including you guys in what he's doing. Words he's saying, for repeat after me, and it, you know, oh, it's good pronunciation. Words for watching ah, this is getting annoying. is trying to follow along, but probably failing horribly. Clyde's reverted to gibberish. The other effect of these is Balazar's awful expressions. These do not shoot you when you have the these medallions on. I see. And I was Shonda says. Oh, I have an idea. Uh, you, please continue with that. But what about if it's Human. Let's try some human words. And so she pulls out another book and is having Vaisuna. It's feeding you human phrases and having you tap. You re repeat after me. This is a common, right? Vaisuna's doing her best to. So sit. the common language is the common language of India, which oh. is not a human language. Repeat human after Human language me. is a dead the language. Dad. It's like Latin. Yeah. Uh, repeat after me. Start. Wow. Such exotic pronunciation. <laughs> and about. Roll a d12. Eight. Okay. And give me an insight check. That is a seven. Okay. It is beginning to become dull for you. 
doing this. She's correcting your pronunciation. She's trying to be patient with you, but she is kind of irritatingly condescending for somebody who is so short. No, 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 no. It's not that. It's this. No, no, you're getting the A sound wrong. Try again. But it's not Leviosa. Yes! Leviosa. Yes! I was going to say that. It's not Leviosa. It's Leviosa. What, what were you saying? Imbraxitur. Try it again. Imbraxitur. Imbraxitur. Okay, Imbraxitur. I'll roll the R a little bit more. Imbraxitur. Imbraxitur. <laughs> I can't roll R's! So, it's uh, uh, a few times. I can't roll R's either, like... Yeah. Talking you through it, okay, 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 and then you tap it and... There is three shimmering versions of Vaisuna that are overlapping and kind of swirling through each other. Oh Aha. my gods! I stick my hand through her! I slap his hand away. (laughs) (laughs) So, I sit there in shock, like... Human, first of all. These are human artifacts, or at least they're using human language. And we want the word for begin or enact. The tense is a little strange depending on context, but the word is the same in those different contexts. Imbraxitur. And so... So, working through it, you each get to the point where you can activate and then... We'll work on deactivating. The so you're stuck in this phasing matter. This is fine. I know by soon as you're sitting there with the phasing things and fighting. Crack the door! This is fine. It just makes me hard to hit. I did it right away. How can you do that? We just had to have the same did. I did this Embraxator and hit it. Nice. Professional. So you each are able to activate Now it will probably don't do it. Turn itself off or wear out after a while. We could, wait, we could wait around to see how long that is, or we could just go now while you have the effect. Let's go now while we got yeah. this cool stuff going. Why on. don't we? Fig- why don't we just start gibbering words until we get off? Because I want to figure out how to turn this thing off so then I can save, I can use it right as I see an arrow flying at me. So mechanically how it works is that these things have seven charges. Mm. They're a charged magic item and activating it uses a charge. Mm. It expends a charge and it will remain on for a minute. Per charge, and then it will wear off. You, you can, get charges back by short rests, right? Charges come back at the end of a long rest. 
as per magic items, as long as you don't use all the charges. What if you use all the charges? It's like if a... you use all the magic in an item, there is a chance that it will decay and crumble. This is a weird thing that humans had, that they made things not to last. They made disposable things. The whole idea that you would get rid of something and wouldn't make it permanent, but that you could use it up and then just get another. Because the humans Sound were, like most modern products. were so accustomed to being able to get anything that they wanted that they were being mass-produced and produced easily that anything could be replaced. That's and a so creepy they would, make, they would make stuff that would just be used up and dissolve after a while. Kind and of like, makes us think, do we really even do that? A military, a military of disposable cameras. Handy for cleanup, but not so good if you want to have something that lasts. So my advice is, to not use it more than you need to use it. Let's see. So, are we ready? I'm gonna, I, try, I and, I'm gonna try and give you some <laughs> cover fire. This is Timber Team. I know, yeah. We're gonna try and give you some cover fire when, so that door? you can make your way toward the, your plan is to fly in. Mm -hmm. All right. So we'll try and get, you're gonna be you guys easy have targets in the air when you're flying out there. So we're gonna try and get them to keep their heads down. But they're gonna know something is up. Literally. we don't usually attack them unless we're trying to do something. Because we have a limited supply of arrows. What was the phrase again for on? I wanna write it down. Imbraxitur. 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 Tur. Tori or? Tool. Tool. Embraxic tool. Close enough. It seems to accept it. Oh, embrace tool. Is there anything more that you folks want to do? Or are you ready? We're ready. Embraxic tool. You guys got the ropes? Mm -hmm. We all spelled it differently. I spelled it with a yes. Okay, so you I'll have. I'll do it with a U as I'm. Embraxic tool. <laughs> I'm not hitting it, I'm just practicing. You have combined or tied your ropes together so that that long, so 50 foot tower needs a longer than 50 foot rope so that you can tie it to something. So you have two 50 foot, you have two sets of two 50 foot ropes tied to one another so that you each are carrying what is about like a 95 foot rope. All right. Why don't With you that? just tie it and then just have us climb up? What, what are you thinking the plan is? If you guys fly up to the tower, tie it to something, and then we just climb up the rope. I thought of, that was the plan. I thought you were going to carry us plan. up. Oh. What? I, I, I stopped listening after carrying us up one by one. Babasar, you need to learn how to listen to things. It's come from a guy who can't seem to listen to anything. It's called selective hearing. Okay, so, they <laughs> emerge. Which my mom seems to have. Alright, squad, ready. Seriously. Draw. And. Fire! Release. And a rain of arrows 
shatters up and clatters. Some of them find targets up in the tower. As you remember, there is just an opening, which was the opening that you guys ran through chasing the elves that was at ground level when you first went in. And then it rose another 40 feet. So that's 40 feet up. And above that, 10 feet above that, is the top of the wall, which used to be the ground. And there are furtive figures at the top there and some others in the doorway. And That's hard to shoot an arrow that high. It is difficult really for it to come down on anything in that. So they're Let having to arc it up a little bit. And Kantu pulls out this bow. And Good luck. You are flying. Yeah. Yes. I'm. I'm flying, and I'm gonna. No, no, no. You're gonna attract attention. We, what? We do not distraction. We so need distraction. Are you? Arguing about this as you two fly up? Yes. yes. Yes, I'm like trying to pull her away. They are distracting for us. So if you are trying to fly quickly, especially for you, I'd like an athletics check for the two of you that are flying. Okay. When he said especially for you, for he meant squeak. squeak. Mm-hmm. 16. 24. Very good. I have crazy modifiers. I have a plus seven on athletics. I have plus five. So you are dodging and flying. And I have plus eight to hit with a bow. There are just a few of them. They just seem to. And where are you flying to? Are you flying to the roof or are you flying to the doorway? The roof. Me, okay. because I'm actually stronger and, than you. Um, You're copying. You should carry Clyde, because yeah. he's small enough to carry. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Carry the tiny one. You're I'm already just... in the air, however. You didn't say that you were carrying Clyde. You're carrying ropes first. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, standing at the base of the tower, the waiting for the rope. Okay, so we fly over and tie the rope. Oh. So, uh, now I would like you to do a Let's see. A dexterity or sleight of hand check. If you have sleight of hand, you can of hand. roll that. If you don't, I'd like it to be a dexterity check. Sleight of hand and 22. Whoa. Okay. Crazy modifiers. Uh, not 20. So that's 24. Very good. So you both get up there. There is a series of weird spiny outgrowths of the rock here along the edge. Not quite like spikes, but it's almost like stone branches off of an anemone that are sticking up around the outside of this tower. And it seems firm, and you guys quickly tie firm knots in the ropes. So there's a rope hanging down on either side of the doorway, mm-hmm. down, falling down toward the base of the tower. I grab it and start climbing. There are many elves at the top of the tower that had ducked down behind these spines as the arrows were clattering around them. And then the arrows stop and they look up to see two Arakakra there tying ropes. And I want you, actually everybody, to roll initiative.
And that's it for this episode, but not this session, of the Guardians of India. As the party, or at least the flying members of said party, have been spotted by elves. Will we finally see some action in this session? Will our adventurers get killed? Well, you'll have to listen to the next episode to find out. If we ever get back on track publishing them. And I will try to put out an episode a day because as I record this, it is spring break. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and the podcast app, I think. And also on Twitter at AllAgesRPG. We hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of our podcast. We certainly enjoyed playing it.